Welcome to We'll Be Talking To You, an all-things insurance podcast where we sit down with the insurance specialists to answer your burning questions. You need an insured, we've got you covered. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the We'll Be Talking To You podcast that covers your questions on business insurance. Here, we will share industry updates, advice, tips, and funny stories about business insurance and other topics to make you and your employees successful. I'm Jamie Chaffetz, your host, and today's broadcast is presented by InsureYourCompany.com. If you are looking for unsurpassed service and savings for your employee benefits and business insurance, InsureYourCompany.com has you covered. With products like general liability, professional liability, group benefits, dental, and vision from the top-rated carriers, you can bring your business to the next level. Our special guest today is licensed professional agent Emily Sperry, Director of Personal Lines Division with InsureYourHome.com and InsureYourCompany.com. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today, Emily? I am well. Thank you for having me. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just uh, getting used to uh, the sound system here because our... Our technical guru, Dan, is not with us. All right. So today's topic is insurance for new businesses, what you really need to know. So we're going to address some situations. You can avoid the the whole nobody ever told me that. That's way too expensive, and I don't understand why I need that. So, Emily, have you ever heard these statements from your clients before? Yes. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> All the time. Tell um, us about it. I, I mean, I understand the confusion. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these people are in the pre-planning stages, they don't understand. They really don't understand mm-hmm. why they need it, um, at least not right away. They think mm-hmm. I don't need it for a while. Why do I need anything special? Uh, but right. the truth is, you really should just be working on getting the insurance that you need for right now, so that when your business mm-hmm. takes off, you don't have to worry about it. That is sound advice. Um, so let's, some reasons why a business would need insurance. So like, for example, I could tell you, (laughs) I could tell you what I'm thinking. Um, my thing was like contract requirements. I know like I used to be, uh, working the cert desk here at insurecompany.com and we would get a lot of requests and they would all be like, here's the contract, here's the requirement, you know? So spell that out for people so they could understand like what that means and, um, if your company is, for example, a company that offers services, mm-hmm. who are you offering these services to? A lot of the time you are looking for people and those people want to have a contract with you. Right. And those contracts are going to have certain requirements in them, um, one of which is the insurance requirements. They want to make sure that you are adequately protected. So if anything goes wrong, um, there is something to fall back on okay. in their case. Okay. They don't want to necessarily have to put a claim in through their own insurance. And a lot of the times their own insurance is not going to cover something done by a subcontractor, which that would be you in that case, the business owner. Another question I have for you, how to start that conversation with your insurance agent. Like, what is that? I'm like freaking out. I need like all this insurance and I'm a business owner. How do I even like go about getting this stuff? One of the last things people think about is insurance. Yeah. They do not come to you unless it is like a couple weeks before they're getting ready to start a contract or um, they're, you know, getting up and running and someone goes, oh, did you get insurance? And they're like, wow, I never thought about that. And what I want is for people to start thinking about insurance as one of the first things. You don't have to buy it right away. Okay. But just make sure when you do, you buy the right stuff and you do it before your business is operational. Um, But for a lot of people starting up their own company, they're so worried about the actual service they provide or the product they provide that they're not thinking about any of the other stuff. But if something does go wrong, that's what the insurance is there for. 
you could be the person that's thinking about it for them. Yes, exactly. So um, with our company, um, you call it a brokerage, you can call us independent agents, whatever makes you happy. Um, (laughs) But we are not beholden to any one specific insurance carrier. We work with multiple ones. Uh, So we're able to shop around, figure out what the best coverage is, and make sure that you have uh, not just uh, an insurance quote in front of you, but options so that you can say, like, you know, what's in your price range, what fits better, what else can we add in there to make sure that you're properly covered. So when is a good time if you're this company that's whatever, let's say you're a, a cheese company. Okay. I don't know. Just I, random. I love cheese. I, just, I thought of it. What's your favorite? No, we can get into that later. Gouda. Okay. Smoked Gouda. <laughs> I like Parmesan. But anyway, when is a good time to purchase insurance if you're this you know, cheese company or if you're a tech company or if you're a whatever company? Is it different or... I think pretty much it's the same across the board. Yeah. If you're providing a product or a service to a client, then you should have insurance before that product or service goes live. Mm-hmm. Before you set foot on the job site, before you start selling to people, um, even if you're doing a lot of like heavy marketing mm-hmm. before you roll out whatever your, your product or service is, um, any of that can potentially like cause a liability claim as far as the insurance goes for like advertising injury, slander, libel, copyright Mm -hmm. infringement. So those are things to maybe consider even before you actually start performing the job operations or selling a product. But a good rule of thumb is just before you roll it out or go live. Okay. So we're going to talk now about what we'd like to call right versus right now insurance. Okay. So there is a difference between the right insurance and insurance that you get for right now, just so that you can say, mm-hmm. I have insurance. And we highly discourage the insurance that you get where you say, oh, I, you know, I just got this policy. Mm-hmm. Because chances are, depending on your operations, you may not be buying the right kind of coverage. Okay. So, for example... Mm-hmm. You're starting a company selling pet food, which we have had clients come to us and ask us for this kind of coverage, and it is really prevalent among people who are trying to sell on Amazon. Okay. Um, they will come to us, and when I do a quote for a company selling pet food, there's plenty of prepackaged, so to speak, okay. um, class codes that could fit that you know kind of general topic under it. So there are pet shops that sell products. There are their pet food and toy distributors. Um, I think there might be one or two others that also vaguely fit the bill. But if you're doing any of those things specifically, it'll be pretty easy and quick to get a quote. But if you tell me that you're going to white label a product, which means that you're getting it from a third party seller, like say a, a major company that produces pet food of some kind they're okay. a distributor or a like manufacturer blue, what's that one blue buffalo or whatever um i don't think that they rebrand their products oh so you're saying like it would be like Kimmel's an, and bits or something like an otherwise unknown manufacturer okay what they did was go into business so that they could 
manufacture pet food so that people could buy it at a wholesale rate from them and then mm. resell it under their own company name. Okay. That's the company that we would be insuring, the company purchasing from this otherwise unknown manufacturer. Is it kind of like like generic brands at stores, sort of like that? Yes, okay. pretty much. It's okay. like the same place that um, the chicken for Purdue comes from, except it doesn't have the Purdue label, so they sell so it they at sell Aldi. Oh, okay. It's similar to that. Okay. Aldi does not have the brand name on it, and that's right. why they sell it for so much cheaper, because you're literally buying, buying the, the brand thing. because you trust the brand. Interesting. We could have a whole... And that, <laughs> but, but that's interesting, actually, because the psychology behind that mm-hmm. is if you don't know the brand, mm-hmm. then it's higher risk. Hmm. But it's the same thing. Because you don't have... But essentially, hmm. possibly, but you don't trust it as much. Because it doesn't have the commercials and the advertising and all the exactly. stuff that goes along with that. Sort of like an insurance brokerage. That, mm. <laughs> so are we the... <laughs> we're the ones that are getting the name brands for people. Yay. Well, our, our clients are trying to make a name for themselves. Okay. So they are labeling oh, under their us. own company name... They're labeling under their own company name something that's from one of these distributors or manufacturers so that they can sell it under their brand. As opposed to somebody buying from a Kibbles and Bits, they are the ones, for example, if they're you know selling something like this, they're white labeling a product. Um, and they're not going to easily fit into any of the classifications that we already have that, like I said, come quote unquote prepackaged as a certain kind of shop like selling you know already well-known pet food brands and toys Um, in that situation you're not going to get an easy fit for your insurance but if you put the work in with an insurance agent you will be able to get the right insurance to make sure that you have coverage for products liability general liability uh, a lot of the things that go into making sure that this product that has your name on it but mm-hmm. you have no control over how it's made. Right. There's That's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of gray Risky. area there. So I have another question for you. Lay okay. it on me. All right. I mean, you know the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, can my insurance change as my company grows? Yes. As your business changes, that's really exciting. We are hoping that it's changing for the better. Like you are getting more contracts or you're selling more products or you're starting to break into other fields because a lot of companies do that. They'll start out maybe like IT consulting, but then they'll start developing their own software. Mm -hmm. The insurance you have right now is not necessarily going to be the insurance that you need two or three or four years Mm -hmm. from now. As your company changes, your insurance needs are most likely, if not definitely, going to change with that. So you have to talk to your broker. You have to figure out exactly what you're insured for and if you should be looking at insurance for, um, you know, other operations that you may be performing. When would, I don't know if this is like a thing, but what are the kind of key milestones that happen that could trigger like, oh, I should talk to my insurance agent, like hiring people or firing people or... Yeah, actually. um, Whoa. Yeah, no. (laughs) Those are definitely kind of milestones that that we should always know of and always be talking about because a lot of businesses start out as just two partners. 
they own the company or even just one person who's just starting by themselves, they grow exponentially, they need to hire an employee, that's the time you want to talk about workers' compensation. The more employees you get, um, sometimes it doesn't always work out. So you might want to consider getting EPLI, which is employment practices liability, if you have to do any hiring or firing. Um, it also covers you for things like harassment, um, you know, uh, wrongful termination, anything that might fall under something related to employment within your company. And then uh, as, as your business changes, if you offer any other products or you start to branch out into any other industries, then that's another time you want to start talking about different or more insurance. Um, you know, if you add another location, hmm. if you have like brick and mortar stores or if you relocate. If you, yeah, I was going to say if you change your address, that yeah. is a good time to probably tell your insurance agent that you change yeah. locations. And not to like totally toot our own horn here but do we do reach out every renewal to mm -hmm. see if we can get updated information because a lot of the time you're more worried about your product right or your service right. than your insurance renewal right so we try to make it easier try to reach out let you know we're so good we're here for you <laughs> that should be our slogan <laughs> We're here for you. Um, so let's bring this all together into a nice cohesive little package. When is a good time to purchase insurance? If your company is providing any services or selling any products as of right this very second, mm -hmm. you need to have insurance. Oh my goodness. Because you never know when you're going to need it. And I know with the insurance industry, obviously you hope every single year that you're never going to have to put in a claim and then you go what am i paying for and honestly you're paying for peace of mind yeah. because you absolutely never know when you're going to need it so i have this client and he's been in business since like the mid 70s and he was saying to me he doesn't he doesn't have any liability insurance mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, like for this entire time, you haven't had any insurance. He goes, well, I used to have it. Then I didn't need it. But yeah, he didn't need it because he didn't have any claims. Mm -hmm. But then there was a fire in the 90s and he needed insurance. And then he still didn't get it after that because he's like, oh, that's what? never going to happen again. Oh, my goodness. Lightning gosh. doesn't strike twice, right? But yeah. if you're a business owner and you're performing services for other people, you never know what could possibly go wrong. So even though it's – like, I know. I know it hurts to pay for something that you're never going to use. But when you need it, you will be glad that you have it. And yeah. that's what it's there for. You cannot stop someone – from trying to sue you. If they have the money and they have a lawyer, they can sue you for something. For so anything. you got to be prepared. That is sound advice. All right. So Emily, um, answer me this. Who provides the insurance for my company if I was a company? So the insurance carrier mm. provides the insurance. Like they actually write the policy, you pay them okay. ultimately at the end of the day. However, you can get an insurance policy from a carrier through an insurance broker or an independent agent. Even if you have insurance and it was required by a contract, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't have insurance for other projects and things that you're working on that don't require contracts. It's a vital part of protecting your company. The more hands-on your job is, the more risk and therefore money the insurance will cost. However, you will be glad you have it when a claim inevitably comes up. Mm -hmm. The more products you're selling, same thing. 
Um, some of the questions that you can ask yourself when you're thinking about shopping for insurance or you want to talk to someone about insurance rates, um, are you simply providing a service like accounting, notarizing, programming, etc.? Uh, that would probably be less money than if you're doing something like selling an edible or topical product. That would be a little bit more money. You don't have to necessarily understand the insurance because that's our job. We understand it for you and we try to put it in terms that will make more sense so that you can worry about the more important things. And that is what you've done for us today. You've put our minds at ease with all of these knowledgeable answers. You are a peach. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that, uh, that's our today's episode. But we want to thank Emily Sperry for being a part of the show. Uh, please visit our website if you would like a free quote, www.insureyourcompany.com and www.insureyourhome.com. Uh, feel free to check us out on social media, uh, Facebook and, and LinkedIn and Instagram. We're at, at insureyourcompany. And for Twitter, we're at insureyourcomp. That's short for company, but <laughs> add Insure Your Comp on Twitter. Uh, we also have a, a really awesome YouTube channel. It's at Insure Your Company Vid, V-I-D. And if you have any questions for me personally or to get more information about covering your business, home, or auto with insurance, or for a free no-obligation quote, call me at 732-832-7997. My extension is 2021. And with that, we'll say we'll, we'll be, be talking, talking to you. Yeah. Thank you.